Welcome back to the School of Hard Knocks podcast. Happy New Year. That's right. I said Happy New Year, not Happy New Year's because it's only one year that we're going into. And then the other thing is this is the last time you're going to hear me say Happy New Year because like by, you know, January 10th, 11th, somewhere in there, you you, you don't really you don't really have to keep saying it. Right. Because it's kind of implied. Anyway, on this week's show, we're going to talk about starting strong. Now, we've all got a list of goals, dreams, visions, objectives, things we want to accomplish in 2022. And the best thing that you can do for yourself is to put yourself into starting position, right? That is a comfortable place full of reasonable, rational, and profitable actions that is going to set you up for success. It is time, it is time, it is time to get on the bus because class is in session. This is episode 120 of the School of Hard Knocks podcast, and it starts now. Thank you for listening to the School of Hard Knocks podcast. This show is about personal development for business success. Not only do we tell the stories of successful people in order to create more successful people, we want to help you turn your thoughts and ideas into reasonable, rational, and profitable action. This show is about my life experiences, your life experiences, and how we can work together to become the best versions of ourselves. Prepare to be inspired, motivated, and most importantly, challenged. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the School of Hard Knocks podcast. I am your host, Mark W. Knox. Welcome to 2022. Right. Uh, hopefully you brought in the new year around people that you love and care about. Hopefully you brought in the new year uh, with a different mindset, uh, a renewed mindset from 2021. Hopefully you have some clarity. You have some vision. You have some goals. You have some things that you want to accomplish or maybe you have some things that you no longer want to do. But hopefully you have entered into 2022 with a renewed sense of purpose. On this particular show for this week, I want to really start off talking about how to have a strong start. Right. And and I want this episode to be to be brief. Hopefully we'll end up brief because I myself am uh, getting back into the into the zone, getting back into the swing of things. Right. So I know a lot of you are, are yeah, reclaiming your routine or maybe you have a new routine uh, or maybe you're still out of routine. But I do think there are there. I do think there is a benefit to having, a, you know, somewhat shorter episodes, especially around the holidays. But um, so, yeah, that, that's my intent. We'll see what happens. Specifically talking about a strong start. Right. When you think about having a goals list, when you think about having um, a vision laid out of things that you want to do over a particular span of time, the main problem that most people neglect the main thing that most people do inadvertently when they think they're really doing something good, which again, if you do have a goals list or visions list or things like that, that is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. That is a, that is a good thing, but we don't necessarily boil those down into bite-sized pieces. We don't create actual objectives around those things. We, we tend to keep it pretty vague. We tend to keep it pretty, you know, as they say, 30,000 foot view of of what's really happening. And we never really get to the the actionable items or the steps. 
The other thing that we that we fail to do a lot of times is we fail to recognize a time frame. Right. You know, the great thing about. A list of goals that you want to accomplish for this year for 2022 is that in theory, you have 12 months to do it. <laughs> right. You you say in 2022, I want to do X. Well, yeah, I mean, heck, you got 12 months starting now. Right. But in your mind, you're like, I got 12 months. Like I got all the time in the world that that's kind of what happens. And then, you know, a few weeks in, not even a few months in, but a few weeks in, typically around Martin Luther King holiday. uh, That's when your resolutions and your goals really start to fall by the wayside and you start to revert back to your normal behavior and you slip back into your routine that you had um, before the holidays. And next thing you know, it's September. Right. And and you're dusting off your goals list again. And you're like, well, maybe next year. And that's the cycle that a lot of us get get put in. You know, I myself am am not um, am am not immune to that. Right. I I have been in that space before. Um, What I did this year was much different than I've done in, in any years past. I had two lists this year. I had a list of important things. And then I had a list of really important things. And I chose to focus focus all my time and energy when I was when I was building out my objectives on the really important things. And those really important things are are the intangibles in my life, my relationships, right? My health, my my spiritual health, physical health, um, you know, how I spend my time, where I spend my time. So I ended up with a list that was <laughs> kind of philosophical in a sense, a list of goals and visions that was that was kind of philosophical. Right. It was kind of visionary to a sense of it's like, OK, spend more time with my wife. OK, what does that actually mean? Because I can put that on the list and I can put it on my 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 2022 goals. But the reality is I don't really have an actionable item. What What does that mean? How do you measure that? What is the metric to determine whether or not you were successful at that goal? Right. And I think a lot of us, again, we fall into that category, you know, on your, on your list, you may say, I want to lose weight. I want to read more. (laughs) Right. But then it's like, okay, how much weight do you want to lose? When do you want to lose it by? And how do you want to lose it? Um, How much do you want to lose each week? How much do you want to lose each month? Right. Okay. How many books do you want to read? Great. From which artists or which genre? Right. Uh, When do you want to complete the first one? Like that's that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those measurable objectives to really get you to that point. And when I started the conversation talking about starting strong. That is the number one way that you can start strong. The number one way you can start strong is when you look at your goals and you look at your visions list for twenty twenty two. The things on them are actually obtainable in your mind. The things on them are achievable and doable. Most people, when they see a task that is monumental and they see a task that they perceive to be very difficult to do, most people don't even attempt the task because they have already started off with an attitude of defeat. And you can't be defeated if you never start. You can't lose if you never participate. Right. So most people would look at that and say, hey, I said I wanted to lose weight. 
but uh, I got busy, maybe work, maybe whatever, kids, whatever. I'm not even going to start going to the gym because it's going to be more embarrassing when I stop going. So I'm not even going to attempt. Right. And and honestly, I know that that example is 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 one that, you know, most people can relate to. That's what it comes down to. Even in your business endeavors, you may say for 2022, I want to increase revenue by 20 percent. Well, listen, you can say all the daily affirmations you want about increasing revenue and becoming a millionaire and making so much money, whatever. But the reality is, if you don't have a actionable objectives, if you don't have um, metrics to measure your progress toward that goal, either you won't know if you hit the goal or you won't know how you hit the goal or you won't hit the goal. Right. It, this thing is not. It, it's we got to start to take our our goals seriously. Right. We got to take them seriously. We, we can't just wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to be a millionaire this month. Like, OK, how? You don't even play the lotto. So that's out the question. How many other people, you know, to just wake up and just become like that's what I'm, I'm trying to explain to you in order to start the goal, the vision, the, the bullet point on the page has to be reasonable. So you hear me say all the time that this podcast and this show and this organization exist to help you turn your thoughts and ideas into reasonable, rational and profitable action. The first one is reasonable, reasonable, reasonable. Right. So let's not bite off more than we can chew. If we don't have time to perform the simple tasks in life right now, don't set a 2022 goal that requires a bunch of time. Unless you're willing to make a huge lifestyle shift, because other than that, it's probably not going to happen. Let's just be real. We can't continue to live in this fantasy world of social media where we see, again, people at the top who have shown us none of the journey. Or we're living in a fantasy world where we're we're reading quotes all day. And don't get me wrong, they're great quotes, but you can't live off of quotes. Quotes don't pay the bills. Quotes don't bring you new business. Like, what are you actually going to do to make a difference? If you want to increase revenue 20 percent, that is a great goal. That's a phenomenal goal. But what do you have to do on the back end? How much more engagement do you need? How much more, um, you know, do you need to you need to think a new product? You, you need to think of promotion. Do you think you need to think of new areas to invest in? Like, how are you going to do this? And in order to start. Those things have to be reasonable. They have to be reasonable. They can't be out of the question. And listen, you can have big dreams and big goals. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is having big dreams and big goals with absolutely no roadmap, no precedence, no plan, and no small objectives to equal those big dreams and big goals. So the first thing you have to do is you have to make those things reasonable. Don't sit up here and, and, and tell me that you read some quotes and you're doing daily affirmations on becoming a millionaire and you're not doing anything else constructive to get you to that point. Because at that point, it's just lip service. It sounds great. It sounds great. Put it on a shirt. Right. But the reality is until you start to take small bites at a time, get small wins. Are you working toward achieving that goal? 
And that leads into the rational part about what I was talking about. Right. Let's think rationally here. In order to have a strong start, we we really need to understand how much we have to give to that situation. You heard me on the last show. Hopefully you listened talking about mending the sacrifices you've made in 2021. And the reality is when you start off a goals list, when you start off with a new vision, when you start off with new objectives, um, you're going to have to take time from somewhere else, take resources from somewhere else and shift them into the new thing that you're trying to do. Whatever you took that resource from, whoever you took that resource from, that's a sacrifice. And there is going to be some of that. You 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 can't have it all. I, I love what I think it was. Uh, I think it was Michelle Obama. Uh, I don't quite remember. But she said, you can watch everything on Netflix. You can watch everything. You've got it at your fingertips. But you can't watch everything at the same time. You got to make a choice. And the choice you make means that you're not going to do or be able to do something else. Right? So you sacrifice this for that. You choose this over that. Understand that when you have these lofty goals and these lofty visions and dreams and objectives, somebody has to pay the price. There is a cost to do business, right? As we've heard on the show before, it costs what it costs. The reality is when we say somebody has to pay the price, somebody has to foot the bill (laughs) for lack of a better term, there's going to be some sacrifice involved. If not, then, you know, you kind of got to be willing to stay where you are and that's okay if you're okay with that. But again, the reality is there is going to be a price. When we make our goals list and we sit down and we look at them for 2022, we don't typically, we don't put a weight of measure Next to that bullet point, we don't put how much time is this going to cost me? We don't put what relationships will I have to neglect or what relationships will I have to forego or how many of my kids after school activities will I have to miss or how many church services will I have to miss or how many family functions will I have to miss? How many date nights will I have to miss? Right. These are these are real things. These are real sacrifices. So when you say you want to increase revenue by 20 percent. And you don't take into account the weight of measure that it's going to actually cost, you're cheating yourself because the reality is you're going to look up and maybe you hit the 20 percent, but you've damaged way more than 20 percent worth of relationship with somebody important, somebody special. Right. So, again, make sure in order to have a strong start that you're being realistic about what it's going to cost you. Yeah, you can wake up at 5 a.m. and go to the gym every single day. That's cool. That will get you on your way to losing weight. I promise you it will. But who's going to miss you at 5 a.m.? I don't know. Right. It could be the dog that you don't walk anymore. It could be eating a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios with your kid, right? I don't don't know. It's going to cost you something, though. 
So I really want you to think about that. I really want you to take that into consideration. In order to have a strong start, you need to put yourself in the best position possible. The best position possible. And typically that that the position that you start the race in is going to dictate your first couple steps. It's going to dictate your pace. We always see during an Olympic year track and field, one of the most exciting, one of the most popular uh, set of, of, of activities or sports, I guess I'm sorry, I shouldn't call them activities, events, competitions that we see <laughs> during an Olympic year is track and field. And sometimes you see false starts, right? You'll see all the, 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 the runners lined up. They, they say ready. The guys get down into position. The girls get down in position. And then somebody might jump right before the gun goes off. And then they got all got to start over. But when you see them down there and they've got their, their fingers on the track, they've got one leg slightly in front of the other leg. They've got their head typically down and they're just waiting. They're just waiting to hear the gun go off that position that they've put themselves in. They've been in that position probably thousands of times, whether it be an actual composition competition or in practice, they're comfortable in that position. They know that I need to start off at this particular angle. I need to be able to push off this much. I need to be able to pivot this much. I raise my head at this point. I stretch forth my hands, my chest at this point. Right. And if they don't start the correct way, it's hard to have a successful finish. So what I'm trying to stress to you right now is starting is really the most important part of the race. I know you think that finishing is the most important part of the race. But starting is actually the most important part of the race. I'll give you another example. So I watch Formula One racing. Formula One racing, I could go, I could go on for, for days about why I like Formula One racing. But Formula One racing is a form of motorsports. Okay. It it involves the fastest uh cars on tracks that are not ovals all over all over the world. And they 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 race on Sunday mornings typically Sunday mornings for us in, in our time zone. They race on Sunday mornings, but on I believe it's Saturday on Saturday afternoon, they do something called qualifying. Okay. And basically it's a time trial who can get around the track the fastest. The person who gets around the track the fastest gets number one position. They start in the number one position because you think about it. There's, I want to say there's 20 cars in a race. They all can't start next to each other. The, the track's not big enough and that's not safe to have 20 cars all at the starting line. So it doesn't work like that. They start in what's called um, staggered positions, right? So one and then two is slightly behind into the right and three is slightly behind into the left. And four is slightly behind and to the right, so on and so forth. Staggered all the way from one to 20. In Formula One, it's very difficult to overtake or to pass your opponent. It's extremely difficult to pass your opponent. You All the conditions got to be right. The person in front of you has got to be at, in the right part of the track. You got to have something. Most of the time, you got to have something called DRS. 
right? Where your, 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 your back wing makes an adjustment and then you get a slipstream and then you can kind of boomerang so on and so forth. It's very difficult to pass somebody in formula one. So starting off in what they call P1, P2, or P3, which is position one, position two, position three, starting off in one of those three positions, it's got to be like 90% of the time. If you start off at one, two, or three, the winner of the race is among those three people. So very rarely can you start off in position 10 and overtake nine cars to get to P1 and finish first. It just doesn't happen. So typically, again, getting P1, P2, P3 is almost like winning the race. But it's not actually winning the race. That's just how you start. It is extremely important that you start off in a comfortable position. You want to start off in a position that's going to that's going to put you in a place that you have the best odds as long as you run the race that you're marked out to run. That's going to put you in a good spot to win. Now, when it's our goals and our and our and our visions, we're not competing against other people, which is a whole nother episode. Right. We're not competing against other people for our for our goals and our visions and our dreams. That's just not how it works. It's not how it should work. Unfortunately, it does. A lot of times. You're competing with yourself, your time, your resources, your will. Right. But it's 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 internal. So when you look at your goals list, if you've got reasonable things. Not softballs, but reasonable things. If you've got things that make sense that are rational and you've got actual objectives that you can assign to each one of those steps. For example, if I put I want to spend more time with my wife. Okay, what does that look like? Well, spending more time with my wife alone. Sacrifice number one is that maybe I don't have the opportunity to spend that time with my entire family, with my children. Right. So maybe that's a cost. You could look at it that way. Or you could say, OK, maybe on Friday nights I can't take any late appointments. OK, that's a cost. But what does it actually look like spending more time with my wife? OK, what do I want to do? Do I want to have a movie night here at the house? Do I want to have a date night somewhere else? Okay, well, I got to pay a babysitter. That's definitely a cost. Like, again, it's 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 making your goals and your visions and making them real. Make it a real thing. You want to spend more time with your wife? You want to spend more time with your husband? What does that mean? It means, well, okay, how many times a month? How many times a week? Whatever. Where do you want to go? Make a list of places you want to go. Right. Make a list of people who can babysit. Make a list of days that you're available like it. You have to make it real because just simply stating that you want to spend more time with your husband or your wife doesn't mean much. It sounds great. It's a great story, but it doesn't mean much. It means just as much as I want to increase revenue by 20 percent. What? Sounds great. You look at that on paper, you're like, yeah, we're going to make 20 percent more this year. Are you? Don't know. So, again, I want to stress Start strong. This is the opportunity. It is the first week of 2022. 
This is week one. You've got 51 more weeks. 51 more weeks in 2022. Each episode you hear, you're going to have one less week. Start strong. Start in a comfortable position. Put yourself in pole position. Put yourself in pole position. You heard me use the example of Formula One racing. Qualify for a strong position so that you can have a strong start. Because how you start 2021 is going to dictate how quickly, how efficiently, and how successfully you achieve those goals. The the goal, don't get me wrong, the goal is not to just make a list and check all the boxes in December. The goal is to check the boxes in June or in April and then make another list. That's the goal. So listen, I appreciate you. I really want you to start strong. It is vitally important to yourself and your family that you give it your all. This has been the School of Hard Knocks podcast. My name is Mark W. Knox. Class is dismissed. Thank you for listening to the School of Hard Knocks podcast. We can be found every Monday on your favorite podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Stitcher. Please subscribe and leave us a review. We can also be found on all social media platforms by searching The School of Hard Knocks. Find us online at www.hardknockspodcast.com. That's hard, K-N-O-X, podcast.com. 